oh boy, we just got a major, major win. The Fifth Circuit on uh, banc panel just struck down the ATF's final rule on bump stocks, finding that the ATF did in fact overreach its authority. And again, the bump stock rule has just been struck down. So let's talk about this. But real quick before we jump into this video, I just want to mention that the Gundy's Awards is open. If you guys want to vote for me, of course you can vote for me. You can vote for anyone else. There's 15 different categories and other people in my category. I'm for the top two A voices, so I would love your vote. I will leave a link down below where you can find that. And again, thank you guys for all of your support. So like I mentioned in the intro, we are going to talk about some major uh, Second Amendment news that we just received, and it's a huge win. I cannot overstate how significant this actual case is and how big this win is. Um, this is probably going to be up there kind of with the Supreme Court's Bruin decision. Uh, of course, the Supreme Court decisions are always more significant, but this is also very important because you have a Fifth Circuit en banc panel finding the ATF's overreach in regards to bump stocks is in fact invalid and they have struck it down. The Fifth Circuit en banc panel just issued their decision in the Cargill v. ATF case. This decision strikes a major blow to the ATF's current overreach in creating new rules whenever they essentially they feel like it. In this very important decision, the Fifth Circuit en banc panel found that the definition of machine gun as outlined in the NFA and GCA does not apply to bump stocks. Therefore, they vacated the lower court's decision and remanded it back down to them to reconsider it in light of their recent decision. Now, some quick background on this whole case, on this whole issue, how it arose and why this is so important, not just for bump stocks, but other types of ATF actions, for example, their uh, rule against frames and receivers and also their upcoming pistol brace ban. For many years, the ATF had correctly concluded that the NFA and GCA's definition of the term machine gun does not include devices like bump stocks. However, after the recent incident in Las Vegas, the ATF, after then being directed by President Trump, decided to arbitrarily change the regulatory definition of machine gun so that bump stocks would be considered to actually be machine guns under the definition. The new rule took effect on March of 2019, and therefore, under federal law, owners were required to either destroy the devices or to surrender them over to the ATF. This case, Cargill, is a direct challenge to that ATF final rule on bump stocks. One of the important aspects of this challenge was whether Chevron deference would be given to the ATF in relation to their final rule or whether something else would be used called the rule of lenity. If you're not aware of what Chevron deference refers to, Chevron deference is a term coined after the landmark case referring to the doctrine of judicial deference given to administrative actions. Generally for an agency to be given Chevron deference, the agency's interpretation has to be of an ambiguous statute or a term and that interpretation, their interpretation has to be rational or reasonable. So when a statute has an ambiguous term, the agency responsible for enforcing that statute may be able to determine that the term was intended to mean something maybe that they believe it means as long as that interpretation is rational or reasonable. In contrast to Chevron deference, the rule of lenity indicates that when dealing with criminal statutory interpretation, a court is required to apply any unclear or ambiguous law in a way that is most favorable to us, the people, not the enforcement agency like the ATF. The interpretation of the definition of a machine gun does in fact involve criminal penalties, and therefore the argument always was that, at the very least, the rule of lenity should apply and should cut against what the ATF is actually trying to do. 
Now, I want to note that the decision has come out. It's about 62 pages. I've gone through some of it, most of it. Um, I'm going to have to read it probably three or four more times to fully digest all the things that's going on with it. But I wanted to pull out some important language that I've come across so far that really is big news. Again, I cannot emphasize how important this decision actually is. First, the en banc panel stated, Cargill is correct. A plain reading of the statutory language paired with a close consideration of the mechanics of a semi-automatic firearm reveals that a bump stock is excluded from the technical definition of machine gun as set forth in the GCA and the NFA. Then they go on to say that even if the term was ambiguous, the rule of lenity would still require them to interpret the statute against imposing criminal liability. They state that a rich legal tradition supports the well-known rule that penal laws are to be construed strictly. As Chief Justice Marshall explained long ago, the rule is founded on the tenderness of the law for the rights of individuals and on the plain principle that the power of punishment is vested in the legislative, not the judicial department. It is the legislator, they state, not the court, which is to define the crime and to ordain its punishment. They go on to state that the government's regulation violates these principles. As an initial matter, it purports to allow the ATF, rather than Congress, to set forth the scope of criminal prohibitions. Indeed, the government would outlaw bump stocks by administrative fiat, even though the very same agency routinely interpreted the ban on machine guns as not applying to the type of bump stocks that are at issue here in this case. Nor can we say that the statutory definition unambiguously supports the government's interpretation. As noted above, we conclude that it unambiguously does not. But even if we were wrong, the statute is at least ambiguous in this regard. And if the statute is ambiguous, Congress must cure that ambiguity, not the federal courts. The definition of machine gun as set forth in the NFA and the GCA does not apply to bump stocks, they state. And if there were any doubt as to this conclusion, we conclude that the statutory definition is ambiguous at the very least. The rule of lenity would therefore compel us to construe the statute in Cargill's favor. Either way, we must reverse. So that alone is some very powerful language. The en banc panel here in the Fifth Circuit clearly identifies that the definition machine gun under the GCA in the NFA does not include bump stocks. And even if the term were considered to be ambiguous, the court concluded that the rule of lenity would therefore direct them to interpret it in a way that is most favorable to us, not the ATF. And therefore, they find that if Congress wanted to include bump stocks into the definition of machine gun under the GCA and NFA, then Congress needed to do that. They need to change the law. The ATF cannot do that on their own. And them doing that here is a clear violation of the APA. Another important distinction this court makes is that the definition of machine gun is not ambiguous. Therefore, they don't even have to apply Chevron. Chevron is only used if a term or in a statute or maybe a statute on its own is found to be ambiguous. Here they found there is no ambiguity. They stated, in fact, as introduced above, several of our sister courts applied Chevron to challenges to this final rule, even though no party requested its application. Because we hold that the statute is unambiguous, Chevron deference does not apply even if the Chevron framework does. But if the statute were ambiguous, Chevron would not apply for any of the following three reasons. And then they say, 
even if you were to say that the term is ambiguous and you would say that maybe you wanted to apply Chevron, these are three reasons why they would not apply Chevron to this specific issue. The first reason they would not apply Chevron is because the ATF waived Chevron deference. The ATF claimed that the statute was on its own very clear. They stated that there was no ambiguity, so therefore they waive Chevron deference. And the court here does not therefore have to even apply it to them. They waived that. However, the second reason that they say Chevron deference doesn't apply is even more important. They stated that even if there was an ambiguity, they would apply the rule of lenity, not Chevron. And the final reason they say that Chevron deference does not apply here and why they would not apply it here is because of the ATF's inconsistent positions in regards to this specific topic. They stated that indeed, the Supreme Court has long recognized that an agency's interpretation that conflicts with the agency's earlier interpretation is entitled to considerably less deference than a consistently held agency view. So the agencies, the ATFs continued flip-flopping on this very issue on the definition of a machine gun on whether or not bump stocks apply or not. Because again, there's a ton of rules and references back uh, essentially where the ATF had conceded that bump stocks are not machine guns. Now they changed their tune. So here the court is saying that inconsistency would lead to less deference being given to the ATF. And that's why they would not apply Chevron deference here in this case. And based on that, the en banc panel has struck down the ATF's final rule on bump stocks. This again is a major case. It's a huge win. Again, I cannot emphasize that enough. This is a major loss that has been suffered by the ATF. This is a strong, strong win. And again, this is not just important for the ATF's rule on bump stocks. This is also important for other challenges that are currently going on, like against the frames and receivers rule, um, the other types of challenges like rare breed triggers, uh, homemade suppressors, other things of that. And then also the ATF's looming rule on pistol braces, which the ATF has stated that they will drop sometime this month or I believe in February at the latest. So again, this case is very important. This is something that's very important. As I read through this decision a few more times, I will update you guys if I need to do any updates to this video or if anything else pops up to me that I think is important, I will let you guys know. And if anything else develops, again, I will let you all know. So if you like this video and like support the channel, one of the best ways to do that is to like, comment, and subscribe. All those things help to fuel the algorithm or fuel algorithms with them. It adds fuel to his jet and signals to YouTube that you guys see value in these videos and in this type of two-way news. As always, I wanna thank everybody who likes, comments, subscribes, who hits the notification bell, who shares these videos. You guys are directly impacting these videos, impacting this channel, helping me to reach and educate more people than I could ever do on my own. So again, thank you guys for all of your support. Share this video, let everybody know. And as always, thank you all for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And never forget, this nation is built by armed scholars and this nation will be maintained by armed scholars.